Hey guys, this is your host, Gooby, and welcome to the Toon Balloon Podcast, our outlet to discuss, theorize, and enjoy our favorite webtoons with the occasional anime and manga sprinkled in between. In today's episode, my friends B, Panda, and I will be hosting an in-depth analysis of Chapter 187, Special Lemonade of Lore Olympus by Rachel Smythe. If you would like more opportunities to support the beloved creator, then please consider purchasing the latest Lore Olympus hard copies, merch, or even simply subscribing to her webtoon. I will leave links in the description below. I also wanted to mention that this is the first upload of 2022. Happy New Year! I can't wait to share more content with all of you. The podcast grows thanks to all of your support. Thank you so much for a fulfilling year of podcasting. Now, before we start, I would recommend that you read the chapter first before listening because there will be spoilers. You have been warned. Now, let's talk. Lore Olympus, episode 187, Special Lemonade. All right, guys, so we are going to start on our discussion on episode 187 of Lore Olympus, Special Lemonade. And I have my co-hosts, Panda and B. Hello. So, B, would you like to introduce us into the chapter? <laughs> the, the first thing, okay, so the artwork is always beautiful, and I love how she is continuing to just amaze us. One of the things that also amazes me is why Zeus has a bean butt. Okay. <laughs> Listen, I don't know why, but you know, he got that bean booty going on for him and it's fine, it's fine. Let him do his thing with his bean booty. Just his little pose where he's like, she's good at growing grass. So what? Hands on the hips, booty just flat? That's sass. I am here for it. It's it's beautiful. I love it. But I'm just sitting there going, he does not have the like booty for this. He should yeah. He ain't thick enough. And Hades is thicker, isn't he? I mean they mentioned oh, before yeah. his booty. They did, they did. Daddy Hayes. He doesn't have a dump truck, but Daddy Hades. <laughs> okay, I did not need to say that out loud. Oh my gosh. It's okay. That it's was okay. inappropriate. I'm sorry. You already mentioned you're simping, though. You said you needed to establish. Like, dang, I do not need to call him daddy all of a sudden. What in the world? I thought that was in my head. Oh, fam. And this is the true reason why Zeus didn't want to start a war. He was going to start, like, a twerk off. Ooh. Ooh. You're right. You're right. That's exactly why. And that's how this chapter starts. He's talking to Ares, and he's like, why would I possibly want to start a war with my own brother? My butt's not big enough. (laughs) He would lose that twerk off so badly. You know, Hades, he got that dump truck. Hey. (laughs) We don't know what Poseidon's got rocking. He might be, like, bubbled up. He's always always covered and stuff. Yeah, we never really... really We never see that side of him, you know? (laughs) We need to see his best side. (laughs) The best side. We're missing out. Like, gosh. Show the leaks. The leaks here. (laughs) Yes. Please. Any incriminating photos of them. 
<laughs> so what makes it better is if you're going through this panel of the chapter and you listen to us talking, Zeus is like, why would I want to possibly start a war with my own brother? And Ares is like, oh, no, no, no. You want to avoid a war that you won't win. You booty don't <laughs> shake like that. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Oh, my God. Be out here with her facts. And then he's all like in distress. He's literally like, this is in distress. He was like, you're right. I don't I'm have to be for that. <laughs> don't tell me you uh, buy into that whole you know I don't have a booty thing <laughs> this whole chapter is going to be rewritten by us literally, literally. Them having a shake off there's no discrimination if you got a big butt or a small butt it's cool you can dance mm-hmm. but Zeus can't <laughs> yeah Zeus can't and we don't know about Poseidon, so that's what we're not talking about. Here. Yeah, well, we won't put Poseidon in the mess yet. Yeah, not yet. Not yet. Until we get the, the proof here, Elena. <laughs> we need the proof. Please help us out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, like, this chapter kind of, like, builds off of the last one, how it ended off with Aries kind of mentioning that Zeus is saying that you want war. Mm-hmm. And we're mentioning here that it's not technically confirmed, even though we we strongly believe it that Persephone is a fertility goddess. It's not confirmed. And I guess Aries is kind of like poking at the idea and trying. I think he kind of wants Zeus to admit it. That's what I'm thinking he's doing here. Well, he straight up says it. You have Aries. I think Persephone is a fertility goddess. And Zeus just starts sweating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he's not beating around the bush about it. Aries is very direct when he's just like, what are your intentions? Mm-hmm. Literally, yeah. So, like, you're saying that, okay, I was thinking Aries was kind of doing that so Zeus would confirm it, confirm his thoughts, too, because, like, everyone's just assuming it. So he wants an answer from Zeus to basically confirmation of his own, like, opinion. Is that what you're saying? Because that's what I was thinking. Yeah, okay, okay. I feel like this is, yeah. Like, this is Aries' own, like, war plots. Like, he's here putting in the seeds, trying to be like, okay, I need to know what your plan, your intentions. And I figure, like, he's antagonizing him in a way that he knows Mesut Zeus is his head because he's good at that. It's his son. (laughs) He is good at that, yeah. He's also the god of war. Literally. He knows how to read people. I love it that he's the one here playing the the cards. You know, he's the one like, I'm going to put in my first little bet here. Even though, you know, like, I feel like I didn't expect him to do this, but like, he just waltzed in and he's like, you know, I know everything you're thinking, sir. (laughs) And here they are mentioning about the fertility goddess thing. And even Zeus is like, don't tell me you buy into that whole fertility goddess old world nonsense. And if you remember correctly, this is referring to that whole conspiracy theory that Demeter had about fertility goddesses kind of being like instigators to war, being used for war to conquer. And so here's Zeus trying to brush it off, but I could totally tell that he's totally in on that too. Cause he mm-hmm. kind of had to do that in his own way. Oh yeah, definitely. But like Demeter, bro, she out here trying to make her a maiden. So no one can monopolize Persephone. Like, dang. She was thinking so many steps ahead. But it didn't work out. My only thing about that is maiden or not, they don't care if you're a virgin or not. They're going to eat you. Mm-hmm. Literally. Exactly. 
I don't. Oh, she's her mother is so complicated, bro. Yeah, Aries is here mentioning all the past fertility goddesses being used by Oranos used the power of his consort Gaia to magnify his power and rule. And in turn, his son Kronos overthrew him using the power of his own wife, Rhea. And I think with Oranos and Gaia, that was more like a forced, you're going to do what I want you to do. And I guess Kronos kind of tried to make it more of like a union, you know, but still Mm -hmm. he was still kind of whacked out in the head and was, you know, (laughs) Yeah, whacked out. <laughs> I like that term. And so basically, now the new one would be Hades and Persephone, and everyone wants to avoid that. Well, Zeus wants to avoid that. He doesn't want to be overthrown. That's I, that's I feel like the whole reason, because he he says that like in the beginning, like the whole reason he's trying to make an example out of Persephone is literally because he's upset nobody's listening to him and he's, and I feel I guess he feels like he's losing power and control over Olympus and like over these people so that's why he's trying so hard so extremely hard to make like an example out of her and now to like keep this fer- uh, fertility goddess stuff like under wraps like he wants the power and he knows that he might ultimately not have it anymore so that's why he's all sweaty and stuff. Oh my god! Yeah, that's like an idea. I also think that he potentially wants to keep her, where if someone tries to take over, he can eat her and overpower them. Like I think he might want to keep her in his back pocket. I feel like that could potentially be a theory as well. But like, I do feel like he doesn't. He definitely does not want Hades to like have that power. Because if you think about it in the beginning when they were like separating, you know, where they would have rule over stuff, he told Hades like, oh, yeah, you get the underworld. That's going to be the one that's best for you. Like, he didn't want to go there. He is, he does not want him to have power because he potentially, he potentially could be, you know, more powerful or whatever than Zeus. So him having Persephone is like bad for Zeus. So that's why, and then it, going along with your theory, how uh, you're saying he wants her in like his back pocket, that kind of would also tie into that. It's like he doesn't want anyone to overthrow him, especially his brother Hades. And then if he, and then if he like punishes Persephone, he will know where she is and have her there and stuff. So Hades doesn't get her. No one like gets to know about her secret, and you know he knows where she is. So you know. He's establishing his power and he wants to use her for himself. So, yeah, you could definitely be right about that. Mm-hmm. I also think with the whole power thing, when it comes to Hades, you brought up how Hades didn't get to choose what domain he was going to be, what realm he was going to take care mm-hmm. of. Hades is the firstborn. He's technically supposed to be the leader that's what I was saying like yes um um what to say Zeus might have been the one like that kind of saved them and stuff like that but like Hades is the firstborn he should technically be the one that got to choose first or was the leader the king or whatever but he didn't get that he did not get that option Zeus was just like oh yeah you get the underworld because you know I think it'll be best for that but Zeus is very manipulative like it was brushed on in one of the earlier episodes about this whole thing. 
And Zeus just kind of shut down and got really quiet because he knows he's in the wrong. Exactly. Yep. I totally agree to that. Yeah. So yeah, Zeus out here, you know. How do we feel about his comment when it came to Ares mentioning, hey, you did swallow Metis. And he's just like, how many times do I have to say this? She was annoying me. So I ate her. Why is that so hard to understand? That was Hera's mom. And he's just here like, oh, I ate your mom because she was annoying. Like, how do we feel about this? <laughs> like, okay, I, he's just trying to use any old thing to justify his actions that don't make sense. Like, that, just because she's annoying, you don't eat a person, like, or a god or goddess or whatever. Like, that's not what you do, bro. Like, yeah, that comment was just like, bro, are you serious right now? Like, it, you don't make sense. What I thought about it. Yeah, like if he was just honest, well, I needed the power so I can destroy my father. Like, I guess everyone exactly. could understand See, that somewhat. That would be that's like the most obvious reason why you would swallow her. Like, it doesn't make sense. Oh yeah, she's annoying, so I'm just gonna eat her. No, honey, no, that's not what you did. We already know what you did. We know why you did this. Don't try to make excuses. Like, and especially saying she's annoying. Like, seriously, seriously, you couldn't come with come up with anything better than that. Like. You just needed the power. You wanted the power. So that's why you did it. Like, I would respect him much more if he did that, said that, anyways. Zeus, Ares can tell that it's what he's saying is nonsense. Because his very next thing was, anyhow, like, <laughs> literally, just I'm not even that. paying you attention. <laughs> this is my evidence. I happened to come across Persephone once in the mortal realm. And she healed my wound. She had no idea she did. And, like, the face that Zeus gives him, the, are you really going to ignore me? And it's like, yes, we're going to ignore the random crap you're saying. <laughs> Literally. And I then say his hair looks freaking fabulous in this picture. Like, really? Yeah. It does. He has his majestic hair, I, I don't mane. like him, but, you know, he looks very majestic. Like, his hair just looks really good. And Anyways. then that panel of Aries in his, you know, whew, Everybody likes a man in uniform. Uh, Let me tell you, yes. Literally. <laughs> uh, his, his, his legs, they're so nice and muscular. You know, he probably has a dump truck. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we didn't get a good side of it. Now we need more yeah. of the booty so, off. You know, he, he, he got some thick Yo, thighs. So look I'm at them assuming... thighs. That is a firm foundation to hold a nice... Mm. <laughs> that cape is sticking out for a reason. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. He probably got a dumb check under that one, you know? We just haven't seen it. Clearly. We're getting, like, you know, hints of it. I like how we're back to the booty topic. <laughs> it, it, is really, <laughs> it is the theme of this chapter. It is. It really is. It really is. But then um, after that, talking about, like, the behaviors... And how Demeanor was acting and the reason why she was hiding Persephone. And he's giving her, giving Zeus all of these like fact, 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 fact. Go ahead. Keep lying, son. <laughs> or dad. <laughs> right? I don't know. Mic drop. Uh, Yo, mic drop. That song is so good. My BTS guys go listen to it. There's her plug. I was waiting for it. 
My thing with Aries when he's just like, I'd love a wife who could cause you endless paranoia. And then you just get this power picture of Persephone. Oh my gosh. Like, I am looking for Persephone now because Oof. look at her. That, we missed out oh. on an opportunity with absolutely war Persephone here. Oh, she yes. would be amazing. Oh my god, she would look I love the look. She looks like a whole freaking baddie. But honestly, she could probably do this with um, Hades too. Oh, yeah. Like, um, it wouldn't be the war fit, but you know, do that classy. You know, I'm a baddie. You know, oh, oh I can't. She, I can't wait. She to looks see good in a ponytail. Like that. I think that's what's like owning it here. I yeah. I really love that. It makes her look more, I guess, powerful. Like she's not hiding behind her hair anymore. It's out of her face. She's out. She's bold. She's strong. Like it just gives me that. She one. has this power pose too. Like it is altogether a powerful and picture. Yes. Oh my god. The, the facial expressions yes oh you know how like I mentioned earlier like before the podcast recording that you know uh Rachel Smythe kind of hinted in an interview of hers that she wanted like a little bit of like an Aries love triangle with Hades kind of thing and although I'm kind of glad we didn't get that I could see the hints of it where she kind of was like implying it here especially in this spot where you're like there's her alternate universe where, like, if she did do it. <laughs> if she did do it, honestly, like, I probably would have loved it anyways. But, like, I'm personally happy that we didn't get a love triangle with Aries. Just because, like, why complicate it even more, you know? We already have so much going on. And I am just loving, I, I mentioned this before, too. I'm loving the fact that they're finding themselves and discovering themselves using each other and getting closer because of that like it just it's a, it's a powerful relationship in my opinion because of that it's I so feel real like right like, now yeah. with how the story has played out if she was going to do a love triangle it would probably be with Hades, Persephone and Hermes because he's okay naked. yeah Hermes bro I like him he's a solid he's, dude, a, like, he's a good friend I really appreciate that yeah. Uh, all the emotions. I'm like oh thinking about this tap. You're like, oh, he's, he's a real one. He is. Right, yeah. I love him. I just love him. <laughs> right now, the. Oh. So, right now, the triangle that we have is such an awkward triangle because it's just like Hades and Persephone and they're just like in love and it's all cute. And there's freaking douche canoe Apollo over here that's just like. I'm going to shoot you with an arrow and you're going to be stuck to me because I can't handle life on my own. Oh, I hate Ugh. him so much. Oh, He's a mess. God. He's not even in this chapter and somehow he still leaks and reeks it. Right? Oh, I, <laughs> so I don't know it's because we saw a purple person already and so we just automatically have him Literally. in our head. Literally. What were you trying to say before to... Oh, well, you are mentioning like, you know, we have this powerful... I like like you said, the series is kind of more diving into their personal struggles and their personal growth and then becoming like a strong relationship. And here in this next panel, we just get this beautiful little image of essentially titanized Hades. Like Hades is here holding Persephone gently. Okay. Yes. I loved that picture because at first when I looked at it, I, I didn't realize that she was just, you know, sitting there and he was holding her like nicely. I thought he was like, you know, you know, hold gripping on her. I was like, bro, what is you doing? But then I looked at it, I was like, okay, this is actually really beautiful because he talks about how he's never been in his like Titan form and he's 
scared of it kind of because you know he, he looks more like his father and Persephone's like no you're beautiful you're amazing just the way you are like don't even you don't look like your father you're you and you know she also feels very insecure in her own skin sometimes and I love that they are accepting of each other in their natural forms just how they are like oh beautiful so that's why I really 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 love this picture this like this next frame I just yes gold like look at our king being so freaking respectful like Ah, oh, I love them so much. Yeah. It's people so happy, all fighting and stuff. I know. <laughs> you did get some Hades this chapter then. You did get the a more bit. I look at that picture, I'm just like, ugh. It's so surreal. I just I love it so much. I Dude, love the art the, is so beautiful. The oh. galaxy on him here. He has a beautiful form. Like it's a very pretty Titan form. And they're just drawn so well. I just, if you could try to zoom in on Persephone, I love that she's like smiling in her little picture. It's so cute. <laughs> I was literally just zooming in on her a little while ago. Like she looks just, she's just, yes, I'm cute. I'm a queen and I love it. Like I love it so much. And he's just, yes, I'm a baddie. This is my girl. I'm her man. You know, this is us. The art is just immaculate, guys. Immaculate. Like I just can't stop gushing over it. Frame was probably my favorite frame. Yes. So what does he say next? It seems to me you just want an excuse to sequester Persephone since Demeter can't do it anymore. And you don't want anyone else to find out that Persephone can be used to overthrow you. I wonder who you're worried about stealing your thunder. You do have a lot of children. Like I said, it's just a theory. Don't look so worried. Bye. <laughs> I loved that because he was just like, you could just see the fear and like, that you know anxious look on Zeus's face and he's just sweating and it's like okay but like I don't know he doesn't drop his cigar oh you're right you're right his cigar's just on the floor smoking I love the panel after that where you can see like this this mood change the moment Ares leaves Zeus is all like he's on to me Mm -hmm. he looks defeated like just defeated in this game Mm -hmm. that Ares just played Oh my gosh. And, you know, I realized in the comment section, someone made a really good point is that for someone who kind of already knows the history of getting overthrown, like overthrowing a different king, he he sure did a, a great job of avoiding making heirs to do that as well to himself. <laughs> right? Okay. Like, if you don't want to be this person who gets overthrown, like, because obviously, Kronos, he, he was a douche. Like, you know, that's why you guys did that. Like, if you didn't want the same thing happening to you, maybe you should have made a bigger, like, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like, tried harder to literally not be hated. Like, bro, are you being a douche to everyone? Like, listen, like, the reason Demeter isn't telling you stuff is because, you know, she doesn't feel comfortable. And then, like, the reason Persephone isn't telling her stuff is because she doesn't feel comfortable. Like, you don't make anyone feel comfortable. You're not listening to everyone. You're only doing things that make you feel good, make you feel like you're empowered, that benefit you and not anyone else. Like you're not doing anything for your people. So like make it make sense. Make it make sense. You know the history. Why are you acting like this then? Okay, so the moment you are just like Zeus, people don't like you, Demeter, people can't come to you, Persephone can't come to you it's kind of just like history repeats itself 
because no one can go to Kronos, then no one can go to Zeus, and then break it down like so. We're gonna start it over. Zeus couldn't go to Kronos. Demeanor couldn't go to Zeus. Persephone can't go to Demeanor. Like all these leaders, they're not learning. They're not like learning from their mistakes and trying to improve. They're literally just learning to be photocopies of each other. They think they're doing something by hiding and like trying to make it easier for themselves, but they're really not. They're just copying and pasting. That's what they're doing. They're like, being children, not leaders. Oh, I know. Exactly. And you would think being that old, you would not be a child anymore. Like you're Ugh. old, bro. Grow up. <laughs> hundreds of years old and you're here like Ugh. it's realistic I, like them, I get that like it, it kind of makes sense because they don't have a lot of guidance growing and so they just learn from what they've seen but I guess either they implement it differently in a way that their prior caretaker did because I think Demeter she's here like well he did things that you know weren't, weren't great for us and so I need to protect my daughter but she does it in such like an antagonistic way it's pushing her daughter away and so and for Zeus, it's like, well, I got to toughen up and everything, but it's not helping you build good relationships. Because although Demeter does technically have a good mother relationship, she's not really building a good relationship with her daughter who's becoming independent. You know, it's more like she's got codependency on wire. Like it's it's way too overbearing for her own daughter. So, dude, I can relate to that sometimes. It'd be hard <laughs> out here in these freaking asian families bro we're struggling fighting for our lives to be like that and for yourselves <laughs> literally like i'm over here i'm 24 years old why am i still like i don't know like this sometimes i'm like oh persephone i feel for you girl i feel for you so i feel that with my mom as well um so my husband and i have been married for eight months now and my mom was here two weeks ago and she's just now becoming where she'll talk to Justin. And so she looked at him and was like, one of your Christmas gifts is I'm getting better with the idea that you stole my daughter from me. <laughs> and I'm like, and she's like, don't take it to heart. It would have been anybody. I wouldn't like anybody who took her. So your Christmas, one of your gifts is I'm going to try. It's kind of cute, not going to lie. <laughs> it's cute. This is the woman who had a complete meltdown because he touched my shoulder in her living room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. You know, I I don't know if Justin would relate to any of these mother-in-law videos I keep watching. I would He's just have to send them. Not Notion. <laughs> <laughs> OB. <That's so> <laughs> I can't relate to this conversation, but we are all married and stuff. <laughs> there's, there's struggles. Everyone's got their struggles. <laughs> yeah. Strict parents. Whoop, whoop. There we go. And I like that Persephone's relatable for that. You know, like she's got Demeter here as her helicopter parent. Everyone's kind of, I guess, suffered something like that from their parents in a way. Like they always have different relationships in this story that I really appreciate. Oh my gosh, yes. So in the next part of this chapter, we get to see our queen, Hera, and Hestia. And I'm kind of, uh, I don't know what's the best word for Hestia. I think I'm just kind of 
what's the word for that? I'm indifferent. I'm indifferent towards her right now. Yeah. Yeah. And they all seem to be wanting to go visit Demeter right now because she's kind of going through some things, <laughs> like a court trial. <laughs> Maybe something. Nothing too big. It's really cool because I've never really seen these characters interact in the story so far, exactly, other than yeah. like in, um, I guess, referencing each other. But this is really interesting to see their dynamic. So, like this panel, it makes it seem like, you know, they had previous interactions and that they're somewhat friends or something because they obviously care. But I don't know. It was, it was really interesting for me to see because I'm like, okay, I didn't even know you guys were like friends or whatever. Like, okay, whatever. I think it's funny that Hestia and Hera both went at the same time and didn't plan it that way because when they see each other it's like what are you doing here i uh 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 what are you doing here neither of them express what they're actually doing there yeah neither one of them actually mentioned that they were just like "Mm." i have a care basket okay that doesn't tell me why you're here (laughs) yeah like what are you doing and then they mention after the whole care basket thing, oh, yeah, well, if you must know, I'm here to visit Demeter. And then, yeah. Well, so I and then she too. goes and rambles. So she starts rambling about her care basket, how she has, like, homemade sourdough and marmalade and fruit special and stuff. Special like, lemonade. Special lemonade. Like, and then Hera's just like, okay, I got it, fam. Like, I you got you. I'm here to see Demeter as well. Like, I love that. Oh, I didn't think you cared. Oh, and then what? Shut up! Of course I care. <laughs> I love that part. Like she's all like flustered and stuff. Wait, 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 guys! You are missing the picture of our queen. The panel of her with her bun. Oh my gosh! <laughs> like yes, this is an. Uh, so Hera is one of my favorite characters because I think she is drawn absolutely beautiful. In every single episode, I have not been disappointed in any way. So in this one, just being able to see the annoyance, the sass, the whole body hip out, like everything, that bun, which makes me feel extremely happy because I also do that same bun. Like, this is another woman power pose. Oh, we've gotten two Ooh. in one chapter. Two in one chapter. Like, Ooh, also, are we still alive? I, I just <laughs> honestly, I just want to mention like what a fashion icon, bro. Like the woman is just yes. Like every time I see her, she's just beautiful, immaculate. The hair, the fit, the expression, the body language—I love it all. Yes, uh, I love that. Anytime I see like Hera, she's always got her hair in like such an elegant way. That I can't help but not go and like reference it. Like I'll screenshot it and I have to be like, well, how the heck did you get her hair to look like that? Because it looks literally good. <laughs> like how, it's just so perfect and pretty and just ah, oh, queen. I can't even speak. How can you screenshot those? I can't. Well, this you one know? right now you can't, of course, because uh, it's fast pass that what we're looking at at the moment. But other ones you can screenshot because, you know, you can use the three dots and then screenshot it. Any of them that are from this author, I haven't been able to. Okay. I don't get the three dots. Okay. I'll have to check them because, I mean, I know I can do it when it's not fast pass. As long as it's not, I can get a screenshot of it. 
Um, I guess we can talk about that later because I could yeah, probably show you. <laughs> that'll be a uh, non-podcast. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. Um, if you ever need to, though, you could probably do it on your computer quick. Like if you ever go on your computer, go on the Webtoon website, screenshot all you want because it's easier on there than on your phone. <laughs> oh, I could do I was that. Just trying to screenshot it because I have mm-hmm. a different phone. I can screenshot, but it gave me like. Yeah, it's fast pass right now, so you can't screenshot a fast pass. It's like hardwired to not do that because it's illegal technically. <laughs> I mean, I have an iPhone, so I can screenshot it technically. It let me, but it like gave me like a thing, like you know, this is illegal. You better not like put this in. It's illegal. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I deleted it. It scared me. I was like, I didn't. I didn't think that was gonna happen. <laughs> the FBI's gonna get you. The FBI is going to comfort Panda, guys. Can't give her oh, real no. name. <laughs> I'm, too, I'm too young to be arrested. I can't do this. I still need to go to a BTS concert. I still need to simp over people. Oh, my gosh. I can't do this. Like we are for Hera right now. Jail. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, like, they're fighting and everything. And they're just like, what? Shut up. Of course I care. I didn't see you in court. And hold on, Hestia, Hera was here, like, dealing with a medical issue. I'm pretty sure that's why she couldn't go to the courthouse, because otherwise, she'd be there. I know she would be there for Persephone. Oh, she would be. She was watching from a different place, no? Yeah, like a home theater, which was, like, flex. Like, okay, fancy. (laughs) (laughs) I love that in the midst of all of this, Demeanor's just like, you know I can hear you, and then when you see her, she just has this, like, Slum dog, I'm just chilling in my house, cozy, like cute look. And you can just see all the emotions because she's just like, Y'all are annoying. And the girls are like, Oh my gosh, you heard everything. That's so funny. And the fact that Hestia was like, I'm kind of scared of her, like right before she said that. And then she pops up, Oh my God, that'd be terrifying if I was there. Like, that's crazy. She's like, Demeanor, I brought you some of my favorites. She's like, Does this have alcohol in it? And she just starts Chugs chugging it. <laughs> Not her just chugging it, bro. That's you need to party with this woman. Oh my god! This is the one time I ever see Demeter let loose like this. Honestly, her hair is literally relaxed in a way yeah, that exactly. I've never seen. Her hair, her outfit, like everything. She's just like, ugh, I don't care. I'm just chill right now. But like, Hesty out here, like, oh, you better pace yourself as she chugs the whole bottle. Like, woman is not listening to you, Hestia. And here she is, like, I think these two are her sisters, technically, if I remember correctly. They're, like, the traitors. Mm-hmm. I oh, think yeah, they yeah, are. You're right, you're right, you're right. So it's cool to see Demeter actually being open about stuff, because usually she's just hiding everything from everybody. And she's here. Her first concern, of course, isn't about the trial. It's about her freaking daughter being in love with, with Hades. Like, girl... I'm so <laughs> like, calm down. Let her live a little, bro. But I I like seeing the interaction between the three because like it, it felt more. I guess she felt Demeter felt more like human or relatable because now we're seeing a different point, like a different version of her. We always see this like uptight, like strict mother. Like she has her issues too, and we get to see that here. And she just feels a little bit more relatable, just a tad bit. Maybe not that much, but like you know. I can sympathize with her a little bit right now. <laughs> so I, I enjoyed seeing, you know, her being basically a hot mess. Yes. I uh, I really like uh, how you brought in that she's relatable because 
This kind of makes me feel like when we think we're in control, like we have everything taken care of, and then all of a sudden we realize we really don't. And she's having that come to Jesus moment, which is something that I have all the time. (laughs) I can relate to that right now. Anybody can. (laughs) You have that one meltdown. You're like, I I I can't. I'm crying. I'm having having continuous meltdowns recently. And you guys already know, like, I don't know what's happening in my life. It's been wild. It's so strange that, like, her big meltdown, though, is about, like, her daughter falling in love. And it's just, like, kind of like what B and her mother went through. It's like, I can't believe my daughter just got taken away from me. (laughs) You can relate. I don't think it's really that weird because her whole life, I mean, not her whole life, but like ever since she's had Persephone, you know, she's only been about her. That's all she thinks about. That's all she cares about. Like she's a helicopter parent. So, you know, the fact that she's a hot mess because of that, it makes sense. But like, it's nice to see another version of her for, you know, I guess, but like still calm down. She's just in love. It's fine. And then she, I mean, she's not like, she's like, I can't believe she's in love with him. And then, Hera, I think, like, kind of, like, laughs because she, like, knows, you know, and then she's, like, wait, you knew? And he didn't tell me? And she freaks out again? Like, that was kind of funny. Because, like, so, what is she supposed to do? Snitch on your daughter and her love life? Like, who does that? The thing about uh, Demeter being a helicopter parent is she is, but it's for her own glory. Because... Um, Gosh, everything just... So when Persephone and Demeter were having a conversation, they just kind of started yelling at each other. And she was just like, the humans don't even know my name. They call me Corey. This is your temple. You know? And in that argument, she was just like, no, no, it's not. That's for both of us. And when you saw, like, the struggles of her using her powers and trying to hold the the tree so that she could do the harvest that wasn't so that she could be like look at all the beautiful things that my daughter done it's hey look what I just did she held that so I could do this and it was kind of like a you're helping me sort of thing she's literally controlling her to use her for her own benefit yeah that's how I see it at least I can definitely see that Mm-hmm. And I feel like if Persephone does like separate and go off and do her own thing, I don't really know how Demeter is going to like repair herself because she has like built her whole identity again over someone else. And when they go away, what are you going to do with your now gone identity? Like it's like a whole rebuild at that point. And it, that could be stressful. And I'm not looking forward to her whole like, <laughs> like she might destroy the harvest or something like that because that that would be something she could do (laughs) and I really think that's where her arguing with Hera was about because Hera was like she needs to be herself and Demeanor's like she doesn't know herself basically well because she won't let her be herself exactly yeah she's she's like you knew and you didn't tell me like I I need to know everything because I need to control her that control her I can't speak guys but like, I totally agree with that. Like, dude, you got problems. Yeah. Yeah. It just feels like Persephone has become like a like on puppet strings, 
She's just now cutting the wires to get away from the control. Mm-hmm. And that's so- exactly what this is actually. That's such a good like comparison because that's exactly what it is. She's trying to cut these strings and be her own person. But these people, they won't let her. And that is so, so sad. Like, let the girl live, bro. She's an adult. Like, she's just, she's trying so hard to, like, build her personality and who she is. And when she makes, like, a few steps forward, it's always something has to bring her backward. And I'm always really upset because when she really is making, like, good positive turnout, it's like a constant, like, and eh, but you you got your mom still who's like holding her back and then she's got apollo still holding her back and then she's got yeah and then maidenhood maidenhood is holding her back and everything is just literally holding her back like we see all these good chapters she's making such good progress she's happy she's getting somewhere and then bam you don't get to do that go back now you can't be who you are be someone else no this makes me think of the inspirational post that I like was like hey world you should hear this and it was uh obstacles are what you see when you don't look at the goal because when she's looking at Hades when she's looking at the future that she wants to build she's unstoppable and then the moment somebody pulls her away it's like the world has died (laughs) yeah exactly that's exactly what it's like that is yeah bro you guys out here making all these good comparisons like wow wow <laughs> i feel like we're in english class or something we're here okay like... <laughs> yes not gonna lie i think being in our english class back in high school helped me think like this thank you mrs um Shaman thompson both of y'all I, oh, wait, I feel like I was not nearly this good at analyzing stuff in classes. Oh, I yeah. am in a webtoon. Same. Like one chapter of a webtoon, Same. I have 40 minutes of analysis. I, <laughs> I mean, you got you to gotta think about it. Back in high school, when we were analyzing these things, it wasn't stuff that we were passionate about as much anyways, or we enjoyed as much. Like when we did like cool, interesting stories, I'd be like, oh, wait, yeah, like all these series. But like, you know, these kind of stories, webtoons that we're reading, I actually enjoy it. I do it in my free time. So I have a lot more to say about it. I didn't know I had a lot to say about it until I started talking to you guys about it. But, you know. Yeah. (laughs) I think we're like a glorified book club at this point. Honestly, (laughs) we kind of are. What happens in book club stays in book club. It stays in the book club. (laughs) I mean, what happens in book club stays in book club. And the readers, uh, the listeners and stuff that are like listening to us right now y'all can't tell anyone anything guys this is a secret between us and y'all you know this was a really good chapter though on discussion and I don't know I just love that we finally got a bit more feedback on what's going on in Zeus's head because I know he is always he's like a very mysterious character at the same time he's kind of obvious it's interesting (laughs) I feel like we didn't really get much of Zeus up until this chapter like we saw him, we know he's Zeus, he's the ruler, he's the king, whatever. But we didn't really know what he was thinking until more of the court case stuff kind of started happening. And in this chapter, you know, he's just been exposed. Like, it was interesting to see it all, like, kind of start to unfold. Yeah, I like seeing someone challenge him. I really appreciate that because I know in his, as his status, no one really can, because I know, like, Hera tries to, and then if he just says, well, I order you to do this, she has to back down, 
from I like that so I know much. Oh, that <sighs> that scene made me so so mad I'm like you did not order our queen to back down sir with your bean booty go away I love that Aries is her like he's a mommy's boy you know he's like I'm here for my mama I'm gonna protect her he's like you don't need to do nothing (laughs) yes oh my gosh so I think we can call off on this episode and then we'll call it a day if you got any more like opinions on this chapter go ahead and list it out if you have anything I think I'm all good. Like that was a really good discussion, guys. Like, yeah, yeah. All right. I'm glad we got a big talk on it. Um, I guess we'll get. We'll talk to you guys in the next episode when the next chapter releases. So I'm Goops. I'm Panda. (laughs) And we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 I would like to take a moment to thank my wonderful co-hosts and friends, Bee and Panda, for joining me on this discussion of Lore Olympus. If you would like to reach out to either of them at all, I will leave links to all of their social media in the description below. Let me know your thoughts and opinions of what we discussed today in this episode by messaging me through either of my social media handles. Both my Twitter and Instagram handles are at the Toon Balloon. I would love to hear from you. Also, definitely tell me any other webtoons, anime, or manga you are interested in. I may talk about them in future episodes. The Toon Balloon podcast can be listened to on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, and more. Now, let's end this episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today and taking the time to listen to my humble podcast. I look forward to talking with you again. This is the Toon Balloon Podcast. I was your host, Gooby. See you next time.